Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly while we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, If you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. On this show, we will be talking about... I've got a ton of conspiracies, including a uh, one on quantum pendants. <laughs> but first, I did want to uh, to mention this right at the top of the show, so that you know before we lose anybody. Um, I I did send out a message to all of our patrons today. Hopefully, those of you who are signed up received it. If you didn't, a little bit of information: we will be doing a patron-only podcast soon. This means that as long as you are a patron of the show, you will have access to this show. If there's anything you would like us to talk about, uh, we will be taking questions, suggestions for topics for this show. Otherwise, we're going to go over the plot of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to watch it first. But not just news and politics. Uh, we won't be doing a normal show for this specific pod uh, it's just a, a, a like a gift, a thank you for the patrons. Uh, so please send in any suggestions or topics that you would like us to discuss. You can send them either on the Patreon page or send an email to godless at profane arg. Uh, if you do send something in, I will mention we will just refer to you by first name slash last initial. So anonymity. How, however you would like us to refer to you. Uh, we could also uh, refer to you by uh, online pseudonym. Or if you want to remain totally anonymous, that's fine too. Just let us know in the message. Um, I did also really want to give a shout out real quick to those uh, who are our current patrons. Um, specifically, uh, I'll start with those who regularly join us as we record. Uh, Jeff, aka Prebs, uh, Grinch McScrooge, Hesgen Gixon, Alpha Team are on here quite often. We, we really do appreciate it. Uh, those of you who have joined us occasionally, Pierce, Judy Joe, and Joshua. Uh, again, we do appreciate uh, the feedback you provide when we do it live. And others who have do- donated to uh, the podcast. Yeah, don't forget Dustin. Uh, oh, these Dustin. are in uh, the, yeah, definitely don't forget Dustin. In order of uh, joining on our Patreon page, Dustin, uh, Jack G, David D, Freethink- Freethinker215, Corey C, Kevin B, Richard M, and Richard S, Benjamin D, Jeremy H, Tommy H, Jim G, and most recently, Terry P. You guys, you, you really do keep the podcast going. So, uh, really do appreciate the support. All right. With that said, let's get into some of the topics. One, I had a follow up on the Sarcopod. Um, the, was it Swiss? Ow. Swedish? I don't remember. I don't have the original article up, but it was the suicide pod that was uh, created. Sure. Fills you with nitrogen. You go to sleep. You don't wake up. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. Well, apparently. That has spawned conspiracy theories. Oh, because yeah. that's, that's what happens. <laughs> the birds built it that aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one of them. Uh, but it there is it will be about- next week, Ray. It will be next <laughs> I, week. I wouldn't doubt it. 
There's something about death panels claiming that the government is putting together death panels to do forced euthanasia. Uh, there's another theory that the pods are actually more like sci-fi medical beds, but that the evil government won't let us have access to this miracle of life-saving technology. I, I totally blame that on them just looking cool. Like, sure, it looks cool, so it has to be good If you painted them you, right? all, all black, you know, it wouldn't have been so Isn't right that for controversy. The plot of that Matt Damon movie, movie Elysium, where he needs to get to the, the bio bed to cure his cancer or something? I have no idea. I guess no one else but me in this world saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the Matt Damon on Mars movie? No, no, no. This is the one with him and Jodie Foster, and he lives in oh. he lives in the shit Earth, and they live in a big giant satellite. And I swear, there's like a fucking bed up there or something that he needs to get to. Hmm. Chris said I was right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. All right. Well, I just wanted to mention it again. Again, you, everything's turning into a conspiracy theory at this point. Moving on to a few things in the religion field. Uh, first, Pew put out a new survey. And in the survey, it references that 10 years ago, about one out of every five American adults, uh, so about 20%, were religiously unaffiliated. And it was a big deal at the time. It made news that 20% of people were unaffiliated, were nuns, no religion. Well, a new survey, uh, those numbers are still going up. According to the most recent survey, 3 in 10, mm -hmm. 29% of the population uh, are now not religiously affiliated. And that is six points higher than in 2015. So 2011, it was at 20%. 2015 was at 23 And now we're at 29%. Steady increase. Yeah. Still going up. <laughs> it's interesting. All it took was a global pandemic for people to realize God wasn't real. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – there wasn't a big jump in 20 or 21, so I think it's just the continuation of a trend. Ah. <laughs> a few things about it, though. Um, one, nuns does not necessarily mean atheist mm. because uh, – so in – like in back in 2011 in that survey, 2% described themselves of atheists. Uh, three percent of agnostic, and today it was uh, uh, respectively four and five percent. So the rest are, I mean, it's just non-affiliated. Mm. Vaguely believe in some deity, but don't really let it intrude on their lives. And don't regularly attend a church. Or give them money. Another number affiliation with Christianity. In 2019, it was actually up a little bit, but currently it's sitting at 63% of American adults call themselves Christian, uh, which is 12 points lower than the survey 10 years ago. So it was 75%, now it's 63%. Yeah, the losses are coming out of Christianity. I mean, other religions um, are 5 to 6% of the population, and that's fairly flat. So the no religion is pulling from the Christians. Yeah. Finally, yeah, this war on Christmas is paying off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I paid that bum to burn down that tree. <laughs> <laughs> if the unaffiliated were a religion, it would be the largest religious group in the U.S. Considering, the, if you don't count Christians as one block, sure. Right, which they're really not. Have right. you listened to them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one thing, they, they definitely get behind Christianity and not other religions. Uh, another religious nonsense piece of news uh, from SF's, SF Chronicle of San Francisco. A U.S. district judge has ruled 
that Christmas trees are not religious symbols, but the menorahs are. So there was a person who wanted to put a menorah up at their Christmas tree uh, decoration. This was in a public place. And the judge said, no, 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 you can't add a menorah. The Christmas tree isn't religious, but the menorah is clearly religious. Hmm. I mean, I I kind of agree. (laughs) (laughs) Except that the Christmas tree is clearly a symbol of Christmas at this point. Sure, but it's not based in the religious part of the of the holiday though it's based in you know um saturnalia and um end of the solstice winter solstice and that stuff i mean i, I know christians have, have have absconded with the with the you know the, the <laughs> right. yuletide branches but that's not actually what it's from <laughs> well that's true i think it's, it's clearly a i mean you could say the same thing why is a menorah a religious a religious symbol more than the christmas tree well, I think like it's it's just a candle holder, really, right? Like <laughs> the candle well, holder existed before the Jews took it as their symbol, right? Sure, so, I guess it's what you do with that candle holder, I suppose. Right. right but the candle holder, it's what it's is it nine days, seven days? I don't remember. Resident eight, Jew, what is it? Eight. eight, eight sorry, eight. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd light one candle have, every have day. Have you heard the song? <laughs> All right, eight crazy nights. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, its only purpose though is religious observance. A Christmas tree has other things going on. I mean, if if you were hanging crosses on a Christmas tree, sure, then it becomes a you know a, a Christian. What if you put thing. an angel on the top? Ah, uh, sure, yes. Or it's a one star. of those secular angels, I guess. <laughs> then you're then you're then you're uh, you're going over over the line into a, a a Christian Christmas tree, yeah. But most people put, I guess, a star is also a religious symbol. But I mean, tinsel. Which it, it shouldn't yeah. need to be. But. It shouldn't, but it is. Um, another state capital, Illinois, the rotunda at the Illinois State Capitol this year will be featuring, and as uh, as the Center for Inquiry's uh, title put it, I assume reluctantly, uh, it will be re- featuring a swaddled newborn baby Baphomet. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> presented by the Satanic Temple. Jesus, that's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> That really is disturbing. Like it's that's that's weird and wrong. Um, nope, there's nothing I hate about that. <laughs> <laughs> not the idea that it will be there. I'm fine with that, but just the right. image itself, like yeah. the stat- yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gross. Yep. <laughs> uh, when did that go up already? Is that going up? Will oh, feature. and I just closed the article. Sorry, I was just going to ask you guys and and our our listeners and patrons, uh, you know, from the time it's put up. How many minutes, hours, days before it's vandalized and destroyed? Oh, immediately, same day. Um, yeah. Within two okay. hours? Mm, bold. Mm. I don't know. So supposedly it went up Monday at 1 p.m. It says that it was going to be installed on Monday. And this is an article from the 19th, which was Sunday. So. Yeah, yesterday it was. Okay. In, in theory, so it it's been yesterday. up for, for more Karen than 24 says it's hours. It's already been destroyed. <laughs> I don't know. I give it to uh, the 24th. I give it some, somewhere in the 24th. Okay. More people will have time off. Yeah, that's what mm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm thinking by Friday night it should be smashed or vandalized. People will have done some early celebrating. They'll feel they'll feel a little strong. Let's go fuck I mean, those it took that up. dude. It took that dude like a what? A week and a half to vandalize the George Floyd statue? True. It was something right around there, yeah. I thought nature smited that statue. Didn't it get struck by lightning? 
Oh, I thought it was painted over. Uh, you know what? I think we're both right. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're good. Uh, all right. That's I, all I got. Why would you fucking vandalize a George Floyd statue? <sighs> like, like you're that angry about George Floyd? Which part? That he didn't die quick enough, or? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't really wrap my head around that. I guess it's a way of saying I disagree with the decision that the, the cop did anything wrong. Shit, I, I, I wish cops would kill more innocent people. Or <laughs> <laughs> I think you just put the wrong adjective on there. More black people. I think mm. that, I think that's the only. I mean, it's the only thing I can go with. So I found a reporter local in uh, in the near the uh, Illinois, and he has hey. tweeted a picture of the actual installment of the the <laughs> Baphomet statue. He only has one like. I think we need to fix that. <laughs> to the Twitter. What is it? What's that? His tweet only has one like. Oh, his tweet. I thought you well, said he only has one leg. I was like, I no. think the other one's just swaddled. No, now one has, Twitter like. Now it has two. Three. <laughs> it's going up. Go to work, people. <laughs> yeah, today's going to be the day that I learn how to use social media. Keep dreaming. <laughs> Let me put it this way, Ian. When I clicked on the link, I was like, if this doesn't automatically log me in, it's not getting the like. <laughs> <laughs> you got lucky, Devin. It was an automatic login. <laughs> All right. Moving on to, I only have one political thing. I, I suppose, well, kind of. I guess there's a little bit more down below, but I, I had to mention this. Apparently, Trump and Bill O'Reilly, during their whole, I don't know, are they, they're still doing rallies together, I guess. Uh, they both admitted that they got booster shots. I think they were actually encouraging people to get vaccine. To get vaccinated? I yes. love this video. <laughs> and they were booed. It's the greatest. Because <laughs> it's not even that. It goes, because uh, O'Reilly goes to Trump, goes, all right, did you get the booster shot? Trump slowly brings up the mic, pauses for one second to think about his answer and goes, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's booing and Trump goes, oh, come on, come on. We're, we, yeah, there's a small group right there. We're done with this. Right? <laughs> like, like just totally dismissing it. And then he's like, look, I'm just saying, I'm not in for a mandate, but really, you should get the vaccine. <laughs> and I wanted into so crazy for them. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I wandered into Slash Conspiracy today on uh, Reddit, which is uh, wading into some amazing content. And they are um, turning on Trump in not small numbers. And it's not enough, clearly, but they, they don't like the fact that... Um, their idol is is uh, pro-vax. <laughs> You're telling me everything else they're on board for with this one thing? It's the thing they're hanging their hat on at the moment, so yeah. <sighs> one issue voters. <laughs> yeah. If he's not insane, I'm not going to follow him. <laughs> yeah. Like, this right. is all, like, I'm glad, like, okay, that's great, but I also know that Trump will just change his tune, so he'll be anti-vax soon. Well, there's been news reports out recently about how he was um, he fought against like the, all of the medical establishment in the government because uh, most of the cases were in blue states initially. So he's like, no, fuck them. They didn't vote for me. I don't care about them. Don't close down the economy. So he, he's, he made medical decisions based on politics, which we knew that, but some of the actual facts are starting to come out now. I think now that the tide has turned and it's the red states by enormous margins that are losing more people, he knows that that's his voters. That's his base. So perhaps it's I think a little you are bit... I think you are putting way too much smarts into this man. <laughs> I think it's more or less this. It's it's one, he's a germaphobe. Sure. 
Two, he had COVID, and from what we understand, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Three, he wants credit for that vaccine. Sure, that's the other component. Yeah, it's, yeah. he wants and, the, and fine, give him credit. I don't give a shit. Well, sure. I mean, Operation people, Warp Speed if, or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. If if people will fucking take the vaccine, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very shocked though that like he, you know he said a lot of dumb shit that these people have to you know you know like hating John McCain who was an mm-hmm. actual war hero and then they had to get on board for that. But for some reason, this one they will not turn. No. For him. I mean, I'm sure some will, but there seems to be a lot more that are turning against him because he is pro-vax. I, I, I don't understand why they are – this is the pivot point for them. I don't get it, but it is. Mm. I don't know. Sunk cost fallacy? Like you get to, mm. you get into that conspiracy so far and you're like, no, it doesn't matter. Like if, if, if people don't believe what I believe, then they are the ones that are idiots and sheep and sure. but it I doesn't feel matter like, that it's Trump. But I feel like Trump is the sunk cost. <laughs> yeah. you, you've had to turn on so many things to align with him, but this one is the one that broke you when you're like, nope, sorry, boss, I'm not breaking with you on this one. Maybe it's because they would have to admit the, to the fact that they killed their grandmother as part of it, or, you know, whatever loved one, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are lifting this up way <laughs> higher than it is. <laughs> they are booing the idea of getting a vaccine and getting a booster. They are not at all booing Trump. No one has turned on him. These are the same people that are willing to look you in the eye and say, I'm scared of the vaccine. I think it was rushed, but I think Trump deserves credit for bringing it out at warp speed. <laughs> That's good there point. is this isn't this isn't a this isn't a, a deviation. He's going to continue to get booed, but he's not going to lose a single vote over this position. Well, I mean, he, those rallies are not pulling in the numbers that they wanted. They're not pulling in the money that he would like, but well, that's because he's the charging them. going to be there. He's charging him to get in. This is not a political rally. This is a an, a book tour, right? <laughs> right. But instead, right. Of- he's uh, again. This is his only only his 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 wallet is hurting on this one mm. politically. If he doesn't, sorry, when he doesn't get indicted and when he faces no charges for any of the crimes that he has committed as a private citizen or as the president, and wins again in twenty twenty four, that this will. Move the needle in in no ways. Because, again, we explored this. There are no undecided voters, and the mm-hmm. people that are booing him are the, like, opposite of the four of us. They're not going to be like, oh, I disagree with him. I'm definitely going to vote for a Democrat in this next election. Fuck that. Oh. Trump yeah. could – there's nothing he can say that is going to turn these people back either into undecided non-voters or – Democratic voters, it's 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 no. Well, this we is, were never going that far as no, far right. as saying as far as saying they were going to go Democrat. They'll de- right. They'll but go they, for Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson is telling them what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Right. I would I would not even go so far as to say they're turning on him. I think it's possible that a not insignificant number of them will go back to the way they were before Trump started coming on the stage, and they'll be non-voters again because they'll go back to you know not paying attention because it's not interesting anymore. He's not running anyway. He will, pretend, day. <laughs> he will pretend that he's running up until the very last minute because it brings him money. But whether stay he actually tuned. runs, <laughs> stay tuned, pay, give yeah. me more money. Well, it's because that's because as soon as he says he's running, he, well, he rules. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say hey, then he can't charge for for um, people to come listen to him speak. But <laughs> silly rules, right? Uh, the only thing, the only advantageous part of him doing what he's doing 
for the rest of us is that he has hijacked the Republican agenda. Ticket <laughs> as yeah, as well as long as he wants. Yeah. Because everybody who's allegedly running is only running if he says he's not running. So that means that the, you know, the Nikki Haley's and the DeSantis? Ron DeSantis's of the world were going to have to wait until like one minute before the deadline Gosh, to get their campaign up and running out, out the door. They, it, is a, it, it is an amazing thing to watch. They just don't know what to do yeah. with him. It's like they're hot-stepping from left to right constantly because they're like, I, I mean, I got to get money together for this thing, but what if this fucker runs? I mean, and that's the other thing, too. If he decides to run, which I'm pretty sure he won't, will he run unopposed? Mm-hmm. Functionally unopposed, maybe. Yeah, very much yes. Damn, so no debates? Those were great. I love those debates. <laughs> <laughs> that was so entertaining. Uh, in a very kind of perverse, disturbing way, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, he talked about his dick on a presidential debate stage. Right. I was yeah. like, we've we, we've done it, people. <laughs> We're at the bottom right now. Oh, wait for it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to transition on to uh, coronavirus because, I've, I mean, it's swamping the news, right? Mm. But I've only got a couple things about it. Um, and it's just, it's, again, I just, I can't just let it go because, obviously, uh, 800,000 people. Americans, that is, uh, have uh, now died from COVID-19. I, I don't know. I, I haven't been watching the news very much in the last couple of days. So I don't know. Was that a was that a big deal on CNN? Yeah. Haven't watched CNN in days. Yeah. No, they're um, all talking about Joe Manchin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, and blaming it on Bernie Sanders. That's sorry. That's another thing. Yeah. We'll I'll, get wait, I'm sure we can before get to I have that, yeah. meltdown. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we've gotten to that segment of the show yet, yeah, so I'll save my meltdowns for later. <laughs> but yes, no, I mean, I haven't heard much about hitting that milestone. Right. Uh, one thing that has been talked about is the Omicron variant, which again, every time I hear it now, I, I, I somebody had said that Omicron variant would have been a good title for a Star Trek TV show. Yeah. But the, the Omicron variant, the CDC is uh, projecting that it is going to be responsible for about 73% of the uh, cases coming up. And there's an article on The Atlantic talking about how the Omicron variant is going to devour our healthcare system. I'm sorry, what? Devour what? What's left of our healthcare system? Oh, okay, now I get it. Like, it's already overwhelmed in in several areas. Um, I guess New York is still handling it okay, but a lot of the more rural areas are just getting hit massively hard and they have i'm convinced uh, i have it oh uh, okay <laughs> go ahead i mean the, the i mean the the rural areas have a lot less capacity and burst capacity too so i mean just our little local hospital we had to divert for like 12 hours but there's nowhere to send people there's not another hospital over the hill you got to go 45 minutes in some direction and that's Wait. the case for most of the rest of the country crank up the omicron yeah. Uh, Karen, I don't know what you're talking about because I went to our local hospital here with my cell phone to do some investigating, and there was nobody in the lobby. <laughs> it wasn't overflowed with anybody. There was nobody there. Oh, my God. It's all, it's all a lie. <laughs> Busted it wide open, man, like hard copy. Uh, the lobby was empty. That's where, you're, that's where the decision-making yep. process. The okay. lobby was empty. I mean, now, I couldn't get to the ICU or anything like that, but, you know, if they were overflowing, wouldn't they have beds in the lobby? Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. And in the okay. parking lot? Come on, people. 
<laughs> Use your brains. <laughs> oh, dear. And see, I'm done. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of that, conspiracies surrounding the coronavirus, APPC survey. What is this? This is the Edinburgh Public Policy Center. There's a survey on uh, in, in America talking about uh, what, what they believe about COVID-19. One in three of Americans think that the Chinese government created COVID-19 as a bioweapon. One in three? According to their survey. Uh, I got got to see the sample size of people that they... Right. Who did they ask? How did they ask? They asked me, you, and Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of us was the one that thought it was from China? (laughs) Me! Oh! Have I been unclear about... This is the first I've ever heard. Oh, no, I absolutely think the original intent... Of of this was to create a bioweapon to deal with the Hong Kong protesters. Wow, I don't I don't know what evidence you're basing that on. None. <laughs> okay. Just made it up. That's how conspiracy theory works. What evidence? <laughs> Does Ian have what to leave the-, the show now, or what happens? <laughs> do we replace him, or do we just go on? Do we replace him with another guy named Ian? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it, uh, you know it again. Dissenting voice. You know. Mm. I, I mean it's. It's not impossible, but, you know, I I don't want to believe it's possible, so. Couldn't they have just dropped right. anthrax on them or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, they could go classic China and just, you know, send in the police and the military and round yeah, all the dissenters up. Which is, put them in camps. Which is pretty much no what they did. Mind that. No, that seems to yeah. be acceptable nowadays. Yeah. That'll get you a diplomatic <laughs> Olympic <laughs> shunning. Mm. <laughs> That's about it. So I guess that the idea, the concept that the Chinese government could come up with a bioweapon to use, that they would try to, you know, limit its... Like, I guess that it's not off the table, right? Like, it's not... I, I can't say that Yeah, it I don't even know why it seems far-fetched. <laughs> right. Well, it seems far-fetched because there's much easier ways to deal with that problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's evidenceless. <laughs> However, you know, I don't... I, I'm not saying that it sounds, you know, impossible, implausible, or even unlikely. But, you know, until there's actual evidence that that's what happened, then th- that's not what happened. Right. Yeah, can. Yeah, I'm trying to stick with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going with my theory that Randy Marsh fucked a pangolin. <laughs> that's a solid theory. Yeah, and that's why we got it. <laughs> All right. Well, according to the same survey, 8% of the people surveyed believe that Bill Gates puts microchips in the vaccines. An additional 13% said that they aren't sure about the Bill Gates theory. Not sure? Oh, dear. 13% said, nah, I don't know. There's undecided voters on the microchips in the vaccine, (laughs) huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Similarly, 5% thought that social distancing was something to do with the installation of 5G technology. <laughs> yeah, now I'm starting to question this. I feel like they just surveyed rubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, certainly 5% of them were. Yeah. We, w- we went to an Alabama Cracker Barrel to do this survey. <laughs> <laughs> we surveyed people with, with uh, telephone lines that have wires in their house. Dude, don't judge old people. They're all died. <laughs> Think about all the people we lost to COVID. Mm. Although, that's like the one, like, COVID bonus uh, of this whole situation, is that I'm assuming, since now all the senior citizens are dead, 
that there'll finally be enough Social Security when I get to be an old man. Yeah, baby. So COVID has saved Social Security. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, China. Trump. Yeah. All right, while we're on conspiracies, uh, Q, QAnon has maybe been a little quiet the last couple of weeks. However, according to, uh, what is this, New York Times? New York Times, there are at least 40 QAnon-supporting candidates for public office across the country next year. Now, this is varying public offices, right? Some of it's state, some of it's local, some of it's federal. But 40 QAnon supporters. Wow. Just next year. Goody, that'll help. Come on, come on, liberals. You got to start getting into the game here. I don't think it's possible. Eh, they can run. I mean, I don't know if they'll win, but. Right. I, 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 that's what I meant. I meant mm. it's not possible for them to, to, to participate because of, uh, you know, gerrymandering and some other things. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's 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 part of how Pennsylvania is is this political quandary that it creates because, you know, you can district enough tiny rural communities and create enough Republican districts that, you know, you know, the Senate of this state has been Republican controlled for ever, mm. a long, long time now. And they control the House. And the only reason that this state ever goes blue for national elections is because of Philadelphia and, and Pittsburgh. Yeah. And there's and, and the it's so concentrated, you know, you can't there's no way to gerrymander, you know, like such a small area into multiple, you know, unvotable districts. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, and that's, that can't be, you know, oh, again, that's, yeah, that's why the map is, oh, Jared, everything's so broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought we fixed this in Pennsylvania. Uh, we were, yes, but I mean, it won't fix everything, but we did decide that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court does all the redistricting now instead of the legislature. Uh, I don't think that'll fix it, but made it better. Again, because of the because of the way the population is concentrated. Right. Right. But, so, but we're about to do it in again. those major metropolis areas. It'll always be turn it up to be Democratic controlled, and in every other part. And because of the you know electoral college and. Uh, the outsizing that we have for these rural districts, they will have just as much vote as if you lived in Philadelphia. So, and we're redistricting. Thanks to this, yeah, yeah, we're redistricting yeah. So thanks now. to that system, yeah, you know, the state legislatures will continue to be Republican dominant. I mean, mm. I feel like the Pennsylvania Senate—they've got to have close to a supermajority here in this state, you know, as far as Republican control. So, yeah, it's uh, it's unwinnable. For Democrats at a state level. Yeah. So, yeah, if the queues are up, go <laughs> ahead. I'm sure my district could use a QAnon supporting comptroller. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help. Auditor of wills. <laughs> Some offices like that don't scare me nearly as much as others, but I mean, well, we, me too. we've got what, two, three, four QAnon supporters in the federal government in Congress. So, mm. yeah, why not? All right, well, we're on the line of crazies. Uh, Alex Jones made it into my news feed again. So he's on a completely new tangent. He now believes that the U.S. government has weather machines that have been weaponized. Uh, he says, and harp? I quote now. What's that? Is he talking about harp? I, I don't know harp. Oh. What's harp? 
I thought Harp was the weather controlling machine that the government had. I learned this from Jesse Ventura like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So Alex Jones says, so they think you're all just stupid and they don't want you knowing that they're doing all of this. And they've got carbon systems they are putting in, the big, huge geoengineering systems, terraforming systems that are sucking down carbon dioxide out of the air when it's a trace gas that we need. And it was hundreds of times higher millions of years ago than it is now. That's why plants and animals are so much bigger and healthier. But we have adapted to less living air. That's insane, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he got the last part right. Oh, yeah. Um, then he goes on to ask, so the question is, did they use their weather weapons to cause these recent tornadoes across the country? Just asking questions. It's a legitimate question to ask. Wow. All right. Well, the answer is no. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Uh, I just saw today, too, that he's suing the January 6th commission. Of course he is. I didn't even know they were calling him in for anything. I thought Trump was. What's that, calling him in? No. Or suing. Suing. Well, he did. He He lost. He sues everybody, but. Uh, True. Right. Yeah. I think that actually resolved. Okay. And they said, no, you don't have any executive privilege over what they're doing. Please stop asking. Mm. Just to be clear, we did mention the other QAnons in Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene being one of them. She also has mentioned about weather weapons used for violent ends by uh, by our own government. Can we call them weather weapons, please? Weather? <laughs> weather weapons. <laughs> weather? Weather weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it much more realistic. <laughs> My God, these people are crazy. Now... <laughs> These aren't Jewish space weapon weather. <laughs> These are. This is separate from the space lasers. Okay. Yes. Yep. It's nice to know that that woman is in, uh, somehow dictates my life in certain ways. Mm. You know. The one thing that scares me about what Alex Jones is talking about in here is the, the terraforming systems that are sucking carbon dioxide out of the air. All right. That is something that we really would like to have at this point. Yeah. That would be a huge boon. It would be. And I'm scared that if we actually manage to create one, they're going to try to destroy it. <laughs> of course they will. Yeah. Yeah. It won't take that much, though. Mm. <laughs> like the building it, that's the really important part. But for people to be terrified of it, mm. it doesn't even exist yet, and they're frightened of it. <laughs> Gah. Fuck, Joe Manchin's willing to let us all die so we can get a, he can get a couple extra bucks from... Big cold. Whatever lobbyist he's supporting. Well, the other thing that he doesn't like, he doesn't like the idea of the child tax credits. I heard he was quoted. He doesn't like, he doesn't trust people. He doesn't trust that people will spend their money wisely. I don't care. <laughs> That's why he doesn't want to give child tax credits, because he doesn't think parents are capable of making good decisions. He thinks it's better to get them all with your tax returns in one big lump sum, uh, he, and that if you use it in small chunks... Over the other 11 months to buy things like groceries and pay your rent, then, then that's worse? No, he wants you to go back to giving only $2,000 a year per, ti- per child instead of the 3500 that it currently is. Oh, well. <laughs> um, that's absurd. Yeah. Like, what? Because hmm. like, it's, it's, it's really – he's not presenting facts, is he? No. He's just making a moral judgment on every family in the United States that isn't him. And he is, in fact, the one who is a scumbag. Right. He's making assumptions based on the fact that people need a a child tax credit because they're you know, not rich like he is, that they are lesser than he is. Yeah. That's 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 a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to unpack. I mean, it, it's 
my the worst part of all this is that at some point in the next six months he's going to turn Republican. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, he is setting the stage for it every day. Yep, and the the, the Democrats are happily pushing him to do it. There's, there's no option. Wait, what? There's no option. But I was going to say there was a lot of a lot of a lot of hmm. bile there for some reason that I'm not fully understanding. Well, so you think his his narrow view on the environment and the the child tax credit is is backlash because of these radical lefties? No, I don't. I don't know. I thought they were pushing him to the other side. Yeah. God damn Bernie Sanders and that <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. These goddamn Democrats. That's another thing I could barely handle today. Mm. Got 50 Republicans and one Democrat that don't want this to happen. And the news says, goddamn Democrats mm. sank their bill. What? How do you how are the expectations for the Republican Party so low that that's the headline? Mm. It's a good point. There's not Jesus one single Christ. Republican that is would, would even consider voting for it. But it's, those, it's the Democrats' fault. Oh, are we talking about that now? Sure. I don't know. We seem to have leaked into it. It seems right. to be weighing heavy on me. Because <laughs> I got I got distracted by something. But I, I was watching Jake Tapper talk to Bernie Sanders about this right after Manchin said, uh, you know, that he can't, that in good conscience he can't vote for this bill. And um, he's like, well, you know, what do you got to say about that? Uh, Senator Sanders, he's like, well, I think, you know, he's going to have to answer the people of his state and this and that. And Jake Tapper's like, well, why couldn't you convince him to do it? <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck is this Bernie's problem? <laughs> why aren't you talking to Joe Manchin? Like, what? Ber- right. Bernie, this what? is all on you. You couldn't convince him to do it. <laughs> That's what you get for not convincing him. Mm. He had his mind made up from day one. Yeah. As soon as they said, what's this bill have? Well, it says your daughter should be a little less wealthy. <laughs> Done. Yeah. No one wants lower drug prices. That's my grandson's bread and butter. Not to mention his donors probably were like, nope, you're not voting for this. The big donors. Sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. What else did we have on politics that uh, you guys wanted to bring up? <laughs> I thought there was two things. Nope. We talked about the Jerry Mander at state levels of preventing <laughs> Democrats from running. Oh, I wanted to tell Jared about a story that I read the other day. It was a on the CNN, and it was titled, How Can Everybody Afford to Quit Their Jobs? <laughs> I said, we've been discussing this a lot. So it turns out, again, from this one article that I read, that for in November, for example, let's say approximately 1.9 million people left the workforce. And that's, you know, that's what's being reported. Apparently... About 91% of that 1.9 million was people 55 or older choosing early retirement rather than to continue in the workforce. Mm. The other 9% were people in shit jobs filling their jobs that they just vacated. So apparently no one is in fact leaving the workforce. It's kind of a hoax and people are just retiring early because everything sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know about nobody, but yeah, low percentage. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not the... Millions and millions of millennials living high on the hog from that twelve hundred dollars they got once. No, that's a, again that is a theory that was put out by by people who are wealthy in order to make you angry at other people who are not wealthy. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's just to keep keep you entertained while they steal everybody's money, and you make sure you blame the Mexicans and the millennials and the people grifting the system that really aren't to blame that much at all. That's true. Hmm. All right, I'm going to get back to uh, another conspiracy theory, and it's not really another conspiracy theory. It's a source 
that I saw this week. So there was a video back in March 2020 in the original you know grip of the pandemic. There was a video between Mark Zuckerberg and Dr. Fauci where Zuckerberg was asking Dr. Fauci some questions about the vaccine, how long it would take to to come out with the vaccine, and why it was going to take so long was basically, I think, the the key of this. Zuckerberg was like, well, you know, why does it take so long to to get the vaccine out? And Fauci gave a very, tried to, I think he tried to do a very simplistic answer for, for people, which was, look, we don't want to come out with a vaccine that makes the situation worse. Mm. Conspiracy theorists heard this and immediately fell on it and went, wait a minute, the vaccine makes people worse? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which is exactly the opposite of what was said. But yeah, that's that's what they got out of it. Uh, so Reuters is actually now in the business of fact checking and uh, they declared this is a false report. It's like all news services are now just turning into, is that true? No, that's not true. <laughs> Why did Dr. Anthony Fauci... And Mark Zuckerberg sit down to talk about this. To what? connect with the kids on the Facebook? Zuckerberg? He's an automaton. I don't get it. Yeah, but he owns Facebook, so... Yeah, yeah. but he was programmed to make more money. <laughs> that is true. But he's not a reporter. He's It's just weird. No, he's a, but he's, he's a, he, he owns his own multi-billion dollar company. So I feel like he can use that as the platform. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's not someone who's informed, but he's someone who's in touch with the kids and the Facebook. <laughs> he's not in touch with the Facebook kids. <laughs> First of all, the kids aren't on Facebook anymore. They're on the TikTok. Yeah, well, <laughs> or whatever. maybe he'll be able to afford that someday, too. Or yeah, yeah, Maybe. Or whatever application I haven't heard of yet. <laughs> right. Sure. So you remember the conversation we had about uh, how names – what was it? The guy named Lamb, who was a Christian. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh apologist and accept yes so this week i got another one it on a different on a different <laughs> side so reuters does have a fact check about uh coronavirus in britain they had to fact check they i don't know exactly who this guy is but his name is john o'looney o'looney <laughs> <laughs> nice. claims that covid19 vaccines stop immune systems from fighting off the omicron variant that's why the omicron variant is so prevalent because it works like chemotherapy and it suppresses your immune system and uh so it causes omicron to be more virulent uh, here looney no. yeah <laughs> he's literally o'looney <laughs> wow again right. sorry that was <laughs> <laughs> one I, I felt reassured that he you know he's no one of note mm. like he's just a uh, you know typical fringe member of society. I'm uh, sorry. I was that. Anytime I hear stories like that, it immediately reminds me of uh, who's the demon sperm lady, Jared. Oh God, I can't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, there's no such thing. But I mean, as soon as a video like that comes out, where an actual medical doctor makes a nationwide statement on TV claiming that anything was caused by demon sperm. <laughs> like, there's got to be a council of elders that can take away her medical license that day, right? Stella help. Emanuel, <laughs> by the way. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. What's that? Stella Emanuel. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just dream that there's something in place that helps as a fail-safe for this sort of thing. But no, no. she's out there just practicing medicine. Still doctoring it up. <laughs> yeah. Keeping, saving the world one, 
<laughs> one load of demon sperm at a time. Uh, all right. Well, one thing that's coming of all this, I don't know how many fans of Reno 911 there are out here listening to this podcast, but Reno 911 is coming back. They're doing oh. an exclusive movie. The movie is called Reno 911, The Hunt for QAnon. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. <laughs> They're trying to hunt down the mysterious conspiracy theory kingpin known as Q in this uh, in this movie. Um, okay. Uh, is there yeah. a trailer? I don't see a trailer. I would like to. So there's a couple, like, images, but... Uh, Will this be available in theaters? Is uh, this straight to HBO Max? Is this on Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus. That is. Oh, curse you, Paramount Plus! Yeah. Now I'm never going to see it. No, that's like I'm never seeing South Park again. Damn it! Yeah, what a chip. Yeah. I thought South Park was on HBO. No, no. it's on Paramount Plus now. Oh. The post-COVID special was on Paramount Plus. I can't say it again. I feel like I'm advertising for them. <laughs> Quickly, something new. All right. Well. Uh, my browser is apparently having severe issues, so... Mm-mm. Oh. I, uh, I don't have a link, or I would tell you about Keith Smith. Yeah, my uh, the, my next thing was, uh, in memoriam, there is a guy, I think we actually mentioned this on the show previously, there was a guy who was hospitalized from COVID-19, and his wife was suing the hospital to make sure that, he, that he, they wanted uh, him to be... They wanted ivermectin to be administered. To treat his COVID-19. And the hospital was like, no, that's not what that's for. We're not going to do that. So she's, the wife sued, and the judge declared that, well, the, the hospital doesn't have to, but she can bring in an outside physician, and that's what she did. Mm-hmm. So she had an outside physician come in in order to administer ivermectin into her husband to help him with his COVID-19. All right, well, he, he's dead now. So, well, they just didn't get it to him in time, mm. right? If if she hadn't have had to have that lengthy court battle, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Then uh, he would be, he'd be, he'd be just be like that picture. <laughs> he'd be playing cornhole in front of a Penn State tailgate right now. Yep, getting ready for their bowl game. Yeah, Penn I'm State. sure. And by I'm sure, I mean I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> but you're sure know. that's what people are going to say, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'd have one more in memoriam for Senator Doug Erickson, who is a senator in okay. Washington State. He's the guy that um, was on a non-work-related trip to El Salvador, got the COVID, said, oh, please, may I have some, um, uh, uh, what's it called, the infusion, the antibody infusion? And they went, no, senor, we don't have that here. Monoclonal <laughs> antibodies. Um, thank you. And uh, they did not have those available in El Salvador. And so he tried to come back to the U.S., and the U.S. went, no, you've got COVID. You can't come in an airplane. So he got a medical transport, medevac, to Florida and died f- recently from a months-long illness. So in memoriam, Senator Doug Erickson, anti-vaxxer, mm. fighter of vaccine mandates, fighter of mask mandates, is now dead from COVID. Uh, I don't know. This article says cause of death was not immediately known. I saw an article somewhere else that said that he died from a month's long illness. So he died from complications from COVID. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so Keith Pepper. Smith, the previous guy, and uh, and this guy, Doug Erickson, they were both 52. Mm. 52? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, they were old. They deserved <laughs> what they got, right? That's what... <laughs> 
That's the that's what the I'm hearing all the time is well he had underlying conditions well he was old well they were 52 and in fine health actually I was gonna say he was he was only three years away from retiring from the workforce and giving his job to someone younger <laughs> right yep all right on to uh, alt science stuff I mentioned this at the beginning quantum pendants <laughs> so are you afraid of 5G are you afraid that 5G is giving you COVID you're an idiot <laughs> however. Uh, if you're an idiot that likes to spend money, maybe you could buy this five anti-5G quantum pendant. It protects you from the 5G and is actually not going to protect you in any way. They're actually radioactive and actually may give you cancer. <laughs> really? They yeah. emit low levels of ionizing radiation is how they are advertised. However, they issued a consumer warning... <laughs> And banned the sale of such products. Yeah, it's a it's a apparently a uh, radioactive. It was it can contain volcanic ash, titanium, tourmaline, germanium, and monazite, monazite sand, and it may contain naturally occurring radioactive elements. So yeah, I see a, a highly profitable black market coming up. I like how 5G bad, low-level radiation, thumbs up. <laughs> Look at that thing. Man, all Jared and I need are, like, a 3D printer and no morals. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm not on board with this one. Really? I feel like if I'm gonna make money off of suckers, I also don't want to put my own life in jeopardy. Mm. Okay. Like, if this, I mean, obviously, low-levels radiation might not... Right, I mean, ours you. can just be filled with with regular beach sand. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know why I just don't go out and pick fucking rocks in my yard and sell them to people. Right. It seems just as plausible. <laughs> I, Probably for the two reasons I mentioned. We are not devoid of morals, mm. and we are devoid of a 3D printer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I do see in, in Discord, Alpha was relaying a story of uh, when he used to, to work for the Devoses. Devoses? Devoses. Devos. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they had a lady that they supported who had to put these little rubber stickers on her phone in order to stop the bad waves. <laughs> and to be honest, if, if you're afraid of radiation and you put little rubber stickers on your phone, it probably is going to stop any radiation that that phone is emitting. That, that's true, because there's going to be so little radiation coming from your phone, that, that probably is going to work. It's, it's mm. not actually doing anything, but sure. It's, it's like the fact that uh, bananas emit radiation. Well, they do, but not dangerous levels. Not as dangerous level as these pendants. Mm. <laughs> All right, I got one final thing, and it's to do with science. Do you guys have anything else before I get to it? Yay, science. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> unless this is more, unless this is a clearer picture of this alleged moon cube. No, I don't <laughs> have that. All right, then I'm ready. Uh, this is about NASA's Parker Solar Probe. Ooh, uh, yeah. This week became the first spacecraft to touch the sun. It didn't reach Ooh. the surface, but it did pass through the corona of the sun, uh, which is really impressive. And it's way more impressive than I originally thought, because I learned this week that the sun's corona is actually hotter than its surface. Yeah. Ah, that I knew. See, I never knew this. Uh, apparently, the surface of the sun is about 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, the corona is about 1.8 million degrees. Ooh, I didn't Ooh, know it was that much scale. hotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's way hotter. So the fact that the spacecraft passed through the corona, man, that's impressive. 
Mm. And, it, you know, it kept communicating. It kept, uh, they, they were able to keep control of it. And yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I don't know what all they found out about the sun. I'm I, a ton, I would imagine. Yeah, it's going to be a while to analyze the data, I'm sure. Right. This is going to be a lot of number crunching. <laughs> yeah. That's still to resist mm-hmm. temperatures that high is exciting. Yeah. Yes. I mean, in so much that now I know that they can take this same device, use it to bore to the center of the Earth, detonate it, and kill us all. <laughs> Man. Yep. That's where I was going. That's what I, my, my first thought. <laughs> Again, I do like where Alpha's going with this. So it proves that you can take a Klingon bird of prey around it and not burn up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get yourself a couple whales. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff also reminds us that, remember... James Webb Telescope launches Christmas morning, and there'll be no, you know, useful information for a few weeks after that, but it's really exciting. All right, I like ending it on these science things. It it Mm. makes me feel a little bit better at the end. You know what else is going to be exciting on Christmas? Mm -hmm. Christmas. (laughs) I'm going to focus on that. Presents. Presents. Sure. My secular non-Christian tree. (laughs) I kind of get it. Well, see, maybe that's something that I should have put in here, how people, what people do for Christmas, because we don't have a tree. I mm-hmm. I hate exchanging gifts, so we, we haven't done that, like, in years. Yeah. You two don't even exchange gifts? No. Oh, wow. So, obviously, I've got some different components to contend with, but yeah. I'll tell you right off the get, Ray, I fully support both of those things so wholeheartedly. <laughs> I, 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 I can't empathize with you enough. Like, I'm a grown man. How dare you tell me that in one day I have to exchange as many gifts as possible? I will buy myself the stuff that I need and desire throughout the year when I feel like right. it. And if I see something that somebody close to me needs and it just happens to be March, I'm going to buy it in March. They can still have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, you fucking Scrooges. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only Grinch. Grinch McScrooge. Only... Right. And again, that's that's only that's only in my heart. Uh, I've been a rapping machine all week long. We have a tree. We have, I got talked into outdoor lights. Mm. So. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So our, our neighbors are, are warming up to us now. My son feels pride when we come home in the evening. I feel like we need to, uh, we need to go see this at some point before it gets taken down. Oh, it's, mm. oh no, it's up. It's just, it's not impressive, but we have some. Like we should have zero, but <laughs> but what what we do have is uh you know a very modest display, but you know through the eyes of a seven year old it's the greatest Christmas display he's ever seen. Right. Sure, no no doubt. So, but yeah, I mean we do we do advent calendars, multiple advent calendars. Well, that I can get behind. You know, lots of lots of presents, and then we'll have uh kind of an all day meal situation with food in crockpots and. Uh, family dipping in and out. So is your issue with the holiday that people are buying you gifts or that you have to buy gifts for multiple people? Are you asking me? All, all of the above. Oh, well, no, I, I understand that Ray and Karen are just fucking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm way happier that I don't have to, to, to seek out gifts. I always what do you hate do, a gift What do you do when someone gives you a gift, though? Say thank oh, you. I thank them. And I'm really happy about it. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I mean, like, I'm just assuming, like, people do still buy, not you, Ian, I'm talking about Ray and Karen, like, buy your gifts even though, you know. Ray's mother always gets us something. And usually it's edible, so that works out just fine. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm uh, actually a but, really hard person. Like, I hate buying gifts for people. I, I unless I, again, any time of the year that I see something and I think of of a person, sure, I I may buy that. But for <laughs> Christmas, I always hated that. And um, as far as receiving gifts, like I'm really hard to buy for because if I see something, I generally just get it if I want it. Yeah, so, I have the same. I have the same problem. I am very hard to buy for as well. Yeah, because I don't have any kids, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not avoiding gifts. The gift giving out of spite. It's just mm. a happenstance. Oh, okay. Right. So what you're saying, Jared, is you would like lots of Green Lantern bobbleheads for Christmas. Exactly. That's all I ever want to to build my fucking Green Lantern bobblehead spaceship and fly it off this fucking jerk water planet. <laughs> Nice. Uh. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we uh, before I wrap it up? Negative. Merry okay. Christmas. Whoa. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Thanks. That was thoughtful. A Merry Christmas to everybody. A Happy Hanukkah. Uh, what else? Happy Yuletide. Solstice. Ooh. Yeah, winter solstice is today. The days start getting longer tomorrow. Yay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the saddest day of the year. But it gets good. We're, going, it, we're, we're, at the, we're at the bottom of the valley. Now we're heading back up again into the sun. Yeah, I don't like that. I like the shorter days. No, you're weird. I like the nighttime. It's the right time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. tilt. Reason for the season. I like that. <laughs> Happy Saturnalia. There you go. To throw back. Festivus? No. It's a Seinfeld construct. Yeah. It's I feel like the- Festivus has become real, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did, it did start on Seinfeld, right? Oh, it did. Okay. Um, it is a completely made-up holiday from George Costanza. Yeah. What's that, Festivus? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't watch Seinfeld. I didn't get the joke. I thought it was a real thing. Are you serious? I, I've seen a couple episodes because it's a super famous show, but no, I did not watch it with any regularity. And I'm only now learning the Festivus was made up because of that show. Wow. I am... There's so many things about what you just said are shocking to me. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, no. It's not your fault. <laughs> we are we are yeah. incorrect. I mean, it, it, it's exactly my fault. I just... It didn't... But, the sh- once I realized... I don't know. The show never spoke to me. It, it, we're actually all wrong, though. Originally created by an author, Daniel O'Keefe. It entered pop culture oh, really? after it was made to the focus of the Seinfeld episode. Who the hell is Daniel O'Keefe? Oh. So Seinfeld just gave it the springboard. Yes. Right. Okay. So were those? So were all the rules actually part of Festivus, or was that made up for the show? Um, I think it looks like O'Keefe came up with it. Huh. The feats of strength and everything in the aluminum pole. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Festivus pole. The, the, yeah, airing of grievances, feats of strength. That is amazing. <laughs> I learned something new today. Yay! Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's going to be it for this week, then. Uh, I want to start by thanking our patrons again for supporting the podcast, uh, especially you guys who could join us tonight, Jeff, Alpha, Grinch. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page. It'll allow you to get the special show that uh, we're going to be doing here sometime soon. Uh, it'll also allow you to join us as we record on Tuesday nights at uh, 9 p.m., uh, if you can't do that, you can still support it by sharing the pod- podcast on social media or leaving a review for us on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, if you want to contact us, Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on the Twitter box. Also, please check out other shows, other podcasts on the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find them all at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. Uh, again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. 
This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your gods go with you.